This is Rocky Patel. This is Alma the Sun. Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This is Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Case. Nick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva. This is the Cigar Authority. The authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. In. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. With your host. You know, you're, you're funny. David Garofalo. I'm funny how? Like I'm a clown, I amuse you, I make you laugh. How the f*** am I funny? What the f*** is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. Mr. Jonathan. Damn it, who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter... Burgundy will read. And Chuck Morrison. I am 35 years old. I am thrice divorced. And I live in a van down by the river. It's time to light them up. I'm just going to come out and say it. I'm ready to take on the Catalina wine mixer. It's time. <laughs> for the Cigar Authority. May 24th, 2014, broadcasting live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And this week, um, according to our government, marijuana is in and cigars are out over my dead body. We'll look at the science and see what science has to say about that. We'll also look at the crystal ball. New cigars coming out soon. We sat down with John Cena, father of WWE champion John Cena, the protege of the Luchador, and we had an interview with him and an interview with Jack Tarano from Tarano Cigars. We'll have them on. He just got married. Who Jack did? Jack did. There we go. Yeah. Uh, and I think he's on his honeymoon, right? Yes. Uh, they're the maker of Sam Lachia cigars. We'll get Debonair with Chuck Morris and a lot more. Welcome, everybody, back to the Cigar Authority. And you are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week high atop the headquarters, the worldwide headquarters worldwide. of Two Guys Smoke Shop here in tax-free three Salem, stores, New Hampshire. All in the same place. <laughs> and we, uh, we are the only radio show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist and demand that you light up along with us. You can tune in right at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes where you can set it and forget it. And YouTube, where you can do the same. When I was a disc jockey, I used to tell the uh, patrons to drink, that I was much better if they drank. And we say, smoke along with us. The show's actually better. You should also smoke. consider drinking consider along drinking. with us because Wouldn't we would be, be way better <laughs> if you're loaded. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Wouldn't be a bad idea for sure. So uh, we are going to smoke some new cigars today, one of which that we have never smoked before. Um, the release says here that this is called Recluse Amadeus. First off, the little packaging, a little plastic box with the cigars in it. We don't know if these cigars come this way or not, but that's how they came to us. I like it. Thank you, sir. And uh, let's take a look at this. This is a box press uh, shade wrap cigar. It's an Ecuadorian shade. It says grade A. Let's, uh, we'll be the judge to that. And this is made uh, by the folks of uh, Iconic Leaf, uh, the people that make recluse out of the Dominican Republic. And that is J.R. Dominguez and his partner, Scott Weeks. And a special hello going out to Scott Weeks because today is his birthday. Happy birthday, Happy Scott birthday, Weeks. Scott. He's a good man. All right. So we have a, um, I would say, a soft press. It's, not it's even... odd because the bottom of the, the thing is not... That pressed, and then the top is pressed. The, it's um, it's almost as if it was pressed in an actual box. 
Yeah, I think this is called soft press. It's not hard corners or anything like that. And again, you got to worry about shade wrap cigars when you press them. That the um, it's a thin tobacco. Yeah, thin tobacco could crack. I'm going to take off the bottom band. It actually has three bands on it. Is that a record? Hmm. Maybe may a new record. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. It's an um, awful lot of bands. And the bottom band is pretty cool. It's a foil type of uh, yeah. silver foil. Silver foil. For those of you listening. Yep. And, um, you know, this is like it has wearing suspenders and the belt. because it's overkill. It has, it has cellophane on it. <laughs> then it has three bands on it. So there's, there's, there's cellophane, whole... a foot band. Yeah. <laughs> so it's um, really protecting. A brand band and a line band. And a line band. That's interesting. Raclusen has a spider on it, and it's a, Amadeus. Rock me, Amadeus. Rock me, Amadeus. Rock me, Amadeus. Amadeus, Amadeus. <laughs> Rock me, Amadeus. Great song. 80s. 80s. This wouldn't it all happen. Yeah. For you. Yeah, because you weren't around for it. So uh, let's give it a cut. We're going to give it a pre-taste uh, after that and see what we think of it. But it, it looks pretty. The, um, the wrapper I'd, is nice. I'm going to say it, it may be a step above grade A. This could be A+. Plus. A+. Plus. Wow. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. They lowered the prices. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality tradition and excellence and we'll cut our recluse cigars and we'll taste it this is called the pre-light taste hmm. it's an easy draw very you gotta, easy you gotta, draw. you gotta worry about that with box press that the first thing i'm i'm uh looking at while i'm doing this and is wondering is it going to be a tight drawer and i'm gonna have to wrestle with this thing but not at all they call this draws like a straw. Remember, all recluse cigars, including this one. Rolled N2 bar. N2 bar, meaning rolling. The old Cuban way. Yeah, this is rolling in little straws as opposed to folding the tobacco back and forth. Connecticut Seed Ecuadorian Grade A Shade Wrapper. The binder, proprietary. They're not telling what it is. MBC, they're calling it. MBC. Not NBC, but right. M. This is NBC. NBC. WNBC. WNBC. We don't even have to say what this life is. We just live in this 80s. Um, the filler. Dominican Lajero, Dominican Viso, Dominican Seiko, and Connecticut Broadleaf Ooh. as a filler. Wow. Can they do that? Is that even legal? I don't know. In certain parts of the world, I don't think it is. The Reckless Amadeus blend will be keeping with our two-year fermentation process in 100% N2-bar rolling style. Yep. So we have that. That's why the drawer is perfect. Effortless and perfect draw every time. Every time. We have truly outdone ourselves. This is them patting themselves on the back. We'll see about that. Uh, with this new offering, the cigars are rich and flavorful with a smoothness that is undeniably Recluse, which means what? Undeniably recluse, which means what? I don't know. This new offering will be le released at the 2014 Las Vegas, Nevada on July 19, 2014 is when they're going to release the cigar. I love that we have it two months early. Yeah. Um, they will have an advance 
to select retailers on June 15th. <laughs> I already have the order in. Really? Yeah. Okay, I don't know that's going on. <laughs> the Amadeus will be available in six facings. Robusto, 5x52, 6 and a quarter by 50 is the Toro. The Tarantula, 6x60, box pressed. Then we have the Sidewinder at 5x57, the Sidewinder 2 at 6x57, and the Sidewinder 3 at 7x57. The one we're smoking here, I believe, is the 6 and a quarter by 50 This is the Toro. Yeah. Uh, the Sidewinder is a new shape that they invented. It's uh, a little chisel-like, but not quite as sharp. And it's the one that you don't need to oh, cut yeah. it for. You can you pinch, pinch and twist. It. Yep. Okay. Comes right off. Size one to size. Five, six, and seven by 57. The one we're smoking here is a six and a quarter by 50. Manufacturer's suggested retail price, 850. So that's what we have here. So let's give it a little toast. What are we using here for a light? This is today? the bomber. It is the bomber. And, um, the bomb. you know, uh, our buddy Tom came to visit yesterday that comes into this store and he saw it on the counter and he has a lot of lighters fancy stuff and he said i want one of those and he came up and he was so proud to show me classy guy yeah dresses nice and everything and he wanted the bomber and he got it and uh he was just blown away with the price 24.99 man big tank triple jet tank on this thing this is a 99 dollar lighter i'll tell you right now all day you you think it's a hundred dollar lighter and that's why he was interested in it, because the guy, the guy buys nice stuff. And it looked to him like a $100 lighter, and he was interested in it. $24.99? You've got to be kidding me. Uh, triple jet. Little bullet tank. cutter pops out on the bottom. Yeah, bullet cutter. Uh, <coughs> works fantastic. And it is uh, one of those that you can, like, I'm toasting this for a long time. It's not getting hot on me, which is what I care about. Okay. I had to teach... Uh, someone who's been smoking cigars for a long time, which is not uncommon, how not to cut too much of the cap off. Yep. And so this next time they came in, I was in Seabrook, and she wanted to know about punching her 70-ring-gauge cigar right, with so this punching, little... Punching the guy that was telling her how to smoke cigars. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> with a, with a, maybe a 20-ring-gauge punch. And I said, you certainly can punch that, but... You may want to consider punching it two or three or six times. Because so she was smoking a 70 ring gauge? Yeah. You're going to funnel all that smoke down into one little hole. Why does she want to smoke that? I don't know. Which, this is Seabrook? This is Seabrook. All right. So I know who this is, right? Uh, you might. This is the you lady might. that does the design work for the uh, stores, retail stores? No, this lady's retired. Oh, all right. Not who I was thinking. Yeah. Why does people want to smoke these 70 ring gauges? I don't know. I can't do it. And somebody sent me a sample this week, and it was a 6 by 60 I think it was. They, they want to make a line of cigars for me. And I know you're listening. I, I won't say who you are. But you want us to make a line of cigars with you. And the only sample you send, you, you send two shade wrapped, two different uh, wrap, outside wrappers to, to see which one we like the best. But the only size you gave me was a 6 by 60 well, they obviously listen to the show, and they are huge And they know us very busting. well. You've got to be kidding me. And, and that's how you're going to taste the blend? You know, you get no taste. You've lost everything. It's just amazing You've to me. You've lost everything. Not you can taste it a little bit. You've lost everything. It's all or nothing It's over. Me. It's all or nothing. It's over. He quits. <laughs> <laughs> this 
kill yourself, man. <laughs> Send it back. End it. End it. <laughs> Be the first person to return a, a, a free sample. A sample, yeah. Send it back yeah, and stuff. You know what? And you know what? It's not my size. And, and the Maduro one was actually tasty. Because I lit it up. And, but it, 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 it stepped down ten steps because of what you gave me a sample to. And, yeah. and this is somebody that knows tobacco, the the company, so I'm going to leave them the. So, what, what's the correct course of action that they should have taken? What should they have sent? Send the Toro. You send the six by fifty. Fifty is the most, yeah. but you know you want to. I guarantee you, if I went to the factory and I spent a day there, they'd give me all Coronas all day long, yeah, yeah. and we're tasting the blends and blends and blends and blends. And you send me a six by sixty, you got to be kidding me. I would think that a Corona would be a mistake anyway, because Coronas don't really sell. Yeah, that, that's why I want a Robusto, but they, they end up doing it because they just. What do you think of this? What do you think of that? And you go into so many, and you don't want to just burn tobacco. Why need all that filler? Right. Sure. You right. know, when, when a Corona has enough filler for you, end up tasting what the filler is going to taste like. Yeah. I like a Corona, man. I'm a fan myself. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, they just don't sell, so that's what it comes down to. Well, people that smoke Coronas typically buy one. Yeah. <clears throat> rather than the box. You know what's selling? Marijuana. Marijuana is going crazy right now. <laughs> they, they're giggling because I, this, Chuck, is, this is my just, way. Um, this is my mark way. that down in one of the greatest segues ever. <laughs> it was great. Just actually. mark that down. Mark the tape. It doesn't please. count if you end up just interrupting. You know what sells? Yeah. Marijuana. We weren't talking about Marijuana is going but. crazy right now, and, and it's partly the government uh, actually saying, you know what? This is not bad for you. It's okay. And it's okay. Listen, I don't care what anybody does. I don't want to. I don't want anything bad to stop. But my problem here is that they are saying that tobacco is so bad for you, and at the same time they're saying, okay, marijuana is good. Let's what about acid? You okay with people dropping tabs of acid, eating they magic can, mushrooms? They can do whatever they want. Uh, That's how I, I feel. I hope they don't get behind a, a wheel or anything like that. Yeah. But listen, burn out your brain cells, and you know, do whatever you're going to do. When, again, the science says that cigars are good for you and that the marijuana is bad for you. But politics, got to push it aside. We cannot pay attention to science in any way because we have an agenda. So what do you got, Chuck? Yeah, so you're hitting the nail right on the head, Dave. Legalized marijuana continuing to make headway in many parts of the country, but this growing culture of acceptance ignores the actual science. And the science tells us smoking marijuana is just plain dangerous. Yeah, dangerous. Even among casual users, according to new evidence. A new study underscores marijuana harmful effects on the heart. On the heart. And, Dave, you, you hit on some key points right here. Before we get into the science, is smoking one burning plant leaf, i.e. tobacco, in excess is so bad for your health? How can smoking another burning plant leaf, marijuana, benefit your health yeah it's the dangers of inhaling keyword here inhaling combustion products same or similar well you're jamming smoke into your lungs it's bad for you but the only way the marijuana works is if you do take it into your lungs and the only you can make butter out of it make some brownies let's just Ah. cookies lollipops yeah (laughs) this is the way they're doing it they're taking it into their lungs and listen take it all you want just leave me out of it I need every brain cell I have. Yeah. Both of them. Both of them. 
Let's continue here. Yep. It is true, all right, that we know many tobacco companies put harmful additives in mass-manufactured cigarettes. Cigarettes. Right? Cigarettes, not cigars. But whole natural leaf tobacco cigarettes are widely available. Yep. And natural whole leaf tobacco is used exclusively in cigars, which you do not inhale in any case. That's it. Yet Correct. the government has focused on the harmful effects of inhaling the smoke of the burning tobacco leaf and more recently on nicotine when consumed in excess. But, guys, again, cigars, you do not inhale. Right. You do not inhale. If you're inhaling them, you're doing it wrong. If many states want to ban so many behaviors because they supposedly harm your health, how can many of the same politically correct posse extol the virtues of legalizing marijuana? It's crazy. I don't know. I don't get it. It's it's got to be for the money, right? Uh, They're looking at the all the money. They're looking at the payday at the end. Okay. I personally favor getting big government completely out of our lives in the business of regulating behavior and morality through the uh, penal code and the tax code. But he really, said penal. <laughs> saying, said he said penal. penal. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> what are the actual medical and scientific facts about smoking the ganja? Now, ironically, now that marijuana is becoming legal in many places, we're finally beginning to see how dangerous it really is. Here's what it shows, guys. A new report. Again, going to Harvard and Northwestern universities from a scientific yeah. standpoint. It shows that 18 to 25-year-old young adults who smoke marijuana, even recreationally, have marked abnormalities in areas of their brains that regulate motivation. It only answers a lot of questions, Mrs. Jonathan. I don't smoke the ganja. Not anymore. <laughs> I never smoked you the ganja. You can't get those brain cells back. They're right. not coming back. For those that think smoking marijuana, even in moderation, can't possibly be harmful, they need to think again. That is, if they still can. Right. Ah. <laughs> That's it. So now's the time to start thinking about it. But this is Dr. Mark Marcosi. Yes. Who yes. looks at it in, into only into a scientific reasoning behind this thing and he's blown away and he goes i can't believe that 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 one thing they look at as bad which is good Mm -hmm. and the thing that's good they look at as bad and they're seeing changes to brain activity even among smokers who smoke only once a week once a week researchers have observed similar brain changes among men and women who follow vegan diets Mr. Jonathan. Mr. Jonathan. I don't follow a vegan diet. You I had did. a steak the other day. But you vegetarian. Did. Wow. So this is messing up with your brain. This is, answers a lot of questions. <laughs> this is a, answers a lot of questions. So the vegan diet is terrible for your brain? That's what they're saying. Researchers ah. are observing similar brain changes wow. amongst those you know who follow why? vegan because diets. Because most people that follow vegan diets are freaking potheads. <laughs> That's why. Wow. Well, well th- there's a common allergy that, that that could be that way. Yeah, they believe in the in the. They camp. also have dreadlocks, so people that have dreadlocks lose their brain cells. Yeah, yeah. In a uh, study published last month, guys, in the Journal of American Heart Association, researchers yeah. link smoking marijuana with an increased risk of cardiovascular diseases. In fact, from 2006 to 2010, the appropriation of cardiovascular complications related to cannabis more than tripled. 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 Let's go back to talking about the penal part. (laughs) (laughs) Ma? Plus, (laughs) the researchers estimate up to 95% of the cases aren't ever reported. So the numbers in reality, guys, are probably much higher than what the science is showing. Yeah. I believe Um, it. Yeah. 
So we've got brain complications, uh, lung complications, and now cardiovascular complications that, are, again, are being proven here scientifically. And these things are opening up city to city, state to state, and they keep adding stuff on. Yeah. And they keep uh, FDA now controlling uh, cigars uh, like it's a bad thing. Right. And uh, Wrongfully. Is the FDA controlling marijuana? They're trying to. In they're, the, uh, in the 80s. The they're F- trying to. They're not right now. <clears throat> yeah. The FDA allowed the use of red dye number four Yellow. in meats. Oh, in the meats. That, red dye number four. Yeah, that, what did they call that? There was a name for that. They outlawed it yeah. after they realized that people were contracting cancer from oh. red dye number four. Before that, they the, the science was the saying. number three was fine. Red number meat. Four. They, they were saying red meat was bad for you, and it was the dye in the meat that they yes. were allowing people to put in. Now they use red dye number 40. 40. So it's Much okay. Better. How about if the – You can the, trust the FDA. They know what they're doing. You, everything's so fake. How about no dyes? How no? And, and you say, wow, but the steak doesn't look good. It's brownish. That's because it's the carcass of a dead animal. And it's, yeah. It's rotting as we speak. So get to it as quick as quick, possible. That. But weren't they doing something in the Hamburg and they were throwing goop in it? Was yeah. the name for it. Oh, yeah. Pink slime. Slime. Pink slime. And they got nailed on that. Did it go this away? is the FDA, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, the FDA allows this stuff. It's yeah. Next week, Glenn Loop from the CRA is going to join us. Next and week. He's going he's he's to tell us what we all have to do because this FDA thing is coming up where they're going to make their decisions. And we want to make sure, you know, we talked about it and then we didn't give you a call to action what to, exactly to do. Mm-hmm. Next week. We're going to tell you exactly what to do Next because we want to make sure to the call to action. So uh, that that's marijuana and cigars. I uh, this is the cigar authority, but we always recommend a nice premium cigar. I got a question for you, Dave. Two a day. Two, yep. That's a good. That's a good. That's yep. a good. Uh, two, a, uh, recommendation. two a day. Live a few years extra longer. We've gotten to the show. If you've listened to the show before, I know we got some new folks today, but we do actually. Yeah, yeah, we're loaded up today. Yeah. But here's my question for you, because I know, and, and we have to get to American, or rather, classic this classic day. Uh, but my question to you is: I know you don't smell, uh, sell tobacco as as far as cigarettes go, yeah. and I really love that, by the way. If marijuana were to become legalized here in New Hampshire, would you sell it in your stores? No. The answer is no. I've been asked already. In Ma- in Mass- we're in New Hampshire, but in Massachusetts, they're getting ready to start opening them up and all that stuff. And somebody said, listen, it's wide open. If Now's the time to jump in if you wanted to jump in. Are you interested in his licensing paperwork and all this stuff? And I go, not interested. Not interested, huh? Not interested. Because you're clearly turning down a lot of business. Yeah, I'm not just chasing money, man. I'm in, I'm in business, and we're in business to make money, of course. But it's not, uh, you know, i got to draw the line where... Uh, I draw the line. Good answer, man. That's it. That's the truth. So this Classic Day in American Classic History brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history. Is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's- Undertones, you idiot. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. 
Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Okay, today's May 24th. May 24th. You must have your pen ready because last week you had to borrow mine, so you must be ready, Mr. Jonathan. I didn't have to borrow yours last week. I was blindfolded last week. Oh, that's right. No, I I have no pen. No pen. Okay. You got a pen on you, Sammy B? Of course not. I got a pen. It's all right. Chuck's got got two. Chuck's prepared. He's got you covered. ABC, always be prepared. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, this is uh, the closest we're going over. Chuck Morrison versus Mr. Jonathan. Today is John C. Riley's birthday. John C. Riley is an American actor, singer, producer, screenwriter, and comedian seen in Boogie Nights. Character uh, of a race car driver as Cal Norton Jr. in Talladega Nights, the ballad of uh, Ricky Bobby. And if that wasn't enough, he reunited with Farrell in one of my all-time favorites, Step Brothers. Oh, good Yeah, luck. baby. Okay, so you know this guy, John C. Riley. Today's his birthday. I'm ready. What year was he born? What do you got, Mr. Jonathan? He says 19... I can't read. 1951. 1963. 1963. Oh. So Chuck Morrison gets that point. Okay, next up, Priscilla Wagner. You know who she is? Priscilla Wagner. Priscilla Wagner. A.K.A. Priscilla Presley, ah. American actress and business magnate, uh, ex-wife of Elvis Presley. She's the co-founder of Elvis Presley Enterprises, only because she married him. She starred in the Leslie Nielsen in three successful Naked Gun films and long-running TV television series Dallas. It's Priscilla Presley's birthday today. What year was she born? What do you got, Mr. Jonathan? 1954. 54. Chuck? 1950. 50. 54, you're both over 1945. Ooh, missed it by that much. By that much. Thomas B. Kin. Today's his birthday. Thomas B. B. Kin. Kin. Nothing. Anything? Johnny Nothing. B. Good. No, we were talking about uh, marijuana today. If that's any trick to you. Anything. Thomas B. Kin is Tommy Chong. He's a a Canadian comedian, actor, writer, director, activist, and musician. Also well-known for his marijuana-themed Cheech and Chong comedy albums and movies with Cheech Martin. Chami Chong was born today. What year? 1944. 43. And you're both over. 1938. Really? Imagine that. So he looks damn good. So the marijuana might have messed up his brain, but he actually looks good. And as they say, it's better to look good than to feel good or something like that, right? Yeah. Uh, Gary Bershoff. Do you remember who he was or who he is? No. He didn't die. I'm glad this competition is like, name that person, because I'm over <laughs> friggin' five today. Yeah, <laughs> no Gary, idea. Gary Bershoff was the character Corporal Walter Eugene Radar O'Reilly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On the TV and the movie, MASH. He's the only one that played in actually both the movie and they kept him on for the TV show. So, Radar O'Reilly in MASH. Today's his birthday. His name is Gary Bershoff. He was born today. What year? Chuck, what do you got? I got 1930. 1930. 1950. 1950. It's 1943. Chuck, point for you. Bam, baby. Next up is Robert <laughs> Albert Zimmerman. Robert Albert Zimmerman. Anything? Nothing. Does music. George Zimmerman? Nope. Does music. Uh, A.K.A. George Clinton. Bob Dylan, American musician, singer, songwriter, artist, and writer. Uh, He is uh, an icon in the industry. He's been there, here's a hint, five decades. Blowing in the wind, 
Uh, the times are a-changing. Like a Rolling Stone, he was born today. Bob Dylan, what year? Chuck. I got 1940. 1940. I wrote 1940 as well. Ooh, 1941. That's good. You both get a point. That's nice. good. That never happened before, did it? <clears throat> yeah, once. Really? Dwight Erring Myers. This is <laughs> Jonathan. God. Dwight Errington Myers. Where are you Music. getting these names? Mike Minnell. Heavy D. Oh, Heavy D. Heavy okay. D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was his name. Believe it or not, his his mother did not. His mother, <laughs> Mrs. D, didn't name him Heavy. Uh, and it's funny how he turned out so big. But anyway, uh, Jamaican-born American rapper, recorder, singer, actor, and uh, former leader of Heavy D and the Boys hip-hop group. He died of uh, inflammation, pulmonary of belly? Embol- you know, embolism. In 2011, he died. He wasn't murdered anyway. Well, he was a different kind of rapper. Yeah. He was born today. What year? Born in 1968, Alec. 1968, Alec. My name is David. Uh, David, I have 1965. 65 will take the point because it's 67. Come on. Wow. Alec, it's four to one. Should we go on? <laughs> we, got, we got two left to go. It's a stupid game. Uh, <laughs> Patricia Louise Hoyt Edwards. Another music one. Patricia Louise Hoyt Edwards. Patty Dixie? Um, no, no, uh, that's um, Patty. La- no, oh God, say crazy. It. The girl did crazy. No, crazy. it's Patty Labelle. Patty Labelle. Patty Labelle, uh, renowned Grammy Award-winning American singer, author, actress. Spent 50 years in the music industry. That's a hint for you. Uh, she spent 16 years in Patty Labelle and the Bluebells. Changed her name to Labelle and then did uh, Lady Marmalade on my own. If you ask me, stir it up. A new attitude. It's Patty LaBelle. 1950. 1950. Ooh, wow. I have 1939. <laughs> That's a point. 1944. What? Chuck, five to you one. You don't have to get so excited about it. You notice on the game shows how the guy is <laughs> impartial? <laughs> I'm impartial. You're not impartial. You get happy when he gets the point. I'm just happy somebody got it. That's all. Yeah. Remember when you used to be competitive, man? What happened? Yeah. He is when he's winning. Alexandra Victoria. Any idea who she was? Oh, my God. Alexandria Victoria. Alexandra the Great. It's Queen Victoria. See? Ah. It's not bad. I get a point for that. Uh, it's not, but it's, it's Queen Victoria. It's not Alexandra the Great. <laughs> Alexandra the Great. Yeah, it's not. It's Queen Victoria. Okay. Right. No, no points for pretty, you. She was may, pretty. May have, God have mercy on your soul. She was pretty great, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Queen Victoria was the monarch of the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Ireland until her death. She inherited the throne at the age of 18 and became a national icon with standards of morality. She was like the gentleman Chuck Morrison of the day. Her reign for 63 years is known as the Victorian era. People were not allowed to smoke in the streets in public in any place until after her death when King Edward came out and said the first words, Gentlemen, you may now smoke, because she died. Wow. Today, she was born what year? 1801. 1801, he says. 1700. 1801, we'll take it. 1819. So it's not as embarrassing as it looked, but Chuck Morrison <laughs> it was blew you away. This classic day in classic Just history. Just for the record, brought I Brought you by Classic champion. Cigars. Have you ever tried a classic cigar? Under $3. They're awesome. It's unbelievable. They are awesome. So, uh, okay, we are... So uh, Chuck is now the champion, because I, I was the champion. I guess. You well, can't. was he the champion? No, I, I, did, I had a perfect game last week when you were blindfolded. 
guys Perfect both game. admitted to cheating. It's all right. We cheated. On but you never saw it. <laughs> you never saw it. Uh, text the words to the guys, the 96,000, and you can win one of three Cigar Authority hats that we're giving away today. You can't buy these things. The only way to get them is to win them. Text the words to the guys to 96,000, 96,000. If you do that, you will automatically be in. If you're already in, you don't have to do it again. We're going to take a break. When we come back, John Cena, WWE's champion. His father will be on the show. Uh, we ran some tape last time we had him on and uh, with the Luchador. Later, Jack Taranio from Taranio Cigars. And uh, what is coming out? New cigars coming out. We're going to tell you about that. We have the scoop. And uh, we're going to spill the beans when we come back. So we're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. And I'd like to invite you to try one of our Decade Cigars. This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the Decade. Try it. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Attic Out. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. <laughs> what about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? <laughs> Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? You think you got it? Okay. Do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. Oh, yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up, but oh, yeah, they're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light, for there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. 
Hi, this is Nick Perdomo. Hi, this is Nicholas Perdomo Jr. Perdomo Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Oh, yeah, you are. We're back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and it's a weekly broadcast about cigars and the nonsense surrounding it. We sat down with father of WWE champion John Cena, and um, he loves cigars, and so does his son. And we're going to have a conversation with him coming up in just minutes. And uh, we'll also uh, go to a conversation from Jack Tarano from Tarano Cigars because he jumps in too. So uh, welcome back to the Cigar Authority, everybody. Um, father and son cigar dinner coming up. And uh, we have uh, just about 10 seats left at that. So I actually thought it was going to sell out by now. But there are 10 spots left. It's a good time if anybody wants to go and anybody in the uh, New Hampshire, Massachusetts area. It's Saturday, June 14th, which is the day before Father's Day. The big news is the special guest we have. And each year we bring in a father and son team that are in the cigar industry. This year, Hanky Kellner, who is the living legend in cigar blending and cigar making. He's the guy that does all the stuff at Davidoff. Living legend is such a good way to put it. He is. He is. This guy knows his stuff, and he's, he's going to not only be at the cigar dinner uh, with his son, Klaus Peter, um, three cigars and dinner for two for the father and son uh, for $99. And, again, 10 tickets left for that. But if you can't make it to that and you can come up to uh, Two Guys Smoke Shop that weekend, on um, Friday, he'll uh, they'll be at the at the Seabrook store, right? Seabrook first, uh, June thirteenth, from ten to two o'clock, and at one o'clock they'll do that tank the uh, the tongue tour, where they give you. Um what are you looking at, Chuck? I'm just telling you guys, we're going to be tight on time here. We've got a nice interview coming up. So oh, okay. okay. Just trying to speed it along a little bit. All right. So, uh, yeah, they'll be the doing The tongue tasting, they give you four cigars, and it's different parts of the blend. So you smoke different parts of the blend by itself, and then the last cigar is the whole blend together. Yeah, so it'll be the um, on the Saturday, on the Friday, it'll be June 13th at the Seabrook store from 10 to 2, and then at 3 to 8 on Friday in the Nashua store, and then all day Saturday and on the Cigar Authority. So that's what will be coming up there. So we sat down with John Cena's dad. His name is John Cena also. Big cigar smoker. Him and his uh, son smoke cigars all the time. This is what they had to say about it. I'm standing here with John Cena Sr. and Flex Armstrong playing the role of the luchador today. How, how are you doing today, luchador? Fantastic. Happy to be here. You kind of look a little bit like uh, the great American badass with that mask. And just for the record, this is a radio interview. You don't have to wear the mask all the time. Well, it covers my ugly face, so I have to. Fair enough. I'm also here with uh, John Cena Sr. And uh, who are you playing today? Who else but John Cena Sr., the one, the only. You know what? It's good to be great, but it's great to be fabulous. So he's the Johnny. He's Johnny Fabulous. He's Johnny Fabulous. He's got the cane. You guys have been great sports today. You let me take a picture with my uh, shirt off, which for people that are listening right now, I'm not actually here on the show. This is a pre-taped interview. So you're, you're hanging out with Dave. I'm sorry. I'm not there. But uh, check out the picture on Facebook, and you can see. I guess you're just going to have to see it to believe it. So uh, what, are the, what are the plans for the rest of the day? Well, today is, after all, Cinco de Mayo, the day of parties and celebration. First of all, I'm here celebrating with the luchador Flex Armstrong with Dave from Two Guys Smoke Shop. And I just finished one of the best cigars in the world, luchador. Let me tell you, after this, we sign autographs, have fun. After that, it's Cinco de Mayo or party time. Wrestling shows, wrestling questions, and best of all, 
fine cigars at Two Guys, and some great Mexican food. And let me tell you something. I can't wait for the Mexican food. Now, it doesn't look like you've uh, ever eaten anything that's uh, unhealthy there, Flex. Um, how much do you weigh? Uh, about 225. 225, and what are you, five feet tall? 5'1", actually. 5'1". We'll, we'll make sure we – I'm going to definitely add – you know, let's just say 5'2", so that you don't kick my ass. <laughs> All right, I'm out of stuff. So, John Cena, senior, your son is um, John Cena, WWE champion. Um, was it was it you that got into wrestling and brought him into wrestling? Or how, how did it work? Uh, how, how the beginning began for, for John Cena? John Cena Jr. is what you're asking me about, and I'll be glad to answer what I can for you. Um, he's 14-time world champion, former world champion now, as you can see or as you know. Uh, John um, had a very interesting life. Uh, as a seven-year-old kid, I can remember raking leaves, and he wouldn't rake leaves because he was going to be a baseball player and didn't want to. He said right to my face, I don't want to damage these hands. Um, and then from there on, he was going to be a rock star, a policeman, played football, very good football player. He had to make a choice between baseball or football. As his coach said, he made the choice to play football. That got him through school, got him through Cushing Academy, and then came the day of graduation at Springfield College, where he also played football. He was the center. Um, and then he decided he had to go to California to finish his practicum. From there, it becomes history because he was working, sleeping in his car, eating protein bars. And then I get a phone call saying, Dad, I got a second job. I said, what? 80 hours a week with a second job? He said, yep, I'm going to be a pro wrestler. Now, you got to know that I used to bring these kids to all the pro wrestling shows I could get to. We, we sat, as, as I said to you before, in the nosebleed sections at the garden. That's, that's not what we called it, but I got you. Yeah, well, there's another word for it, yeah. but we're not going to use that. No. Um, so I was up there with him, and, excuse me, I used to promote professional wrestling before I get married, and then after the marriage, um, obviously you have children, you stop. And um, I was the first guy to get cable, so my father and my sons and I could watch, I have five sons, uh, could watch wrestling. Very interested, but John was determined to become this guy in health, fitness, and nutrition and become a professional bodybuilder. Off to California, got the phone call, didn't believe it, went out there. He had signed with UPW, a wrestling school, got his contract with WWE in one year, went down to uh, Kentucky. From there, he was signed to WWE big time, made his first match with Kurt Angle in Chicago, and the rest, my friend, is history. It is. He, he wasn't John Cena when he started off. No, he wasn't. He uh, was a blonde wiffle. Uh, came in as a, as a character known as the prototype. 50% man, 50% machine, 100% mayhem. And I'm going to tell you something. Um, he was a villain. He was hated. I remember going down to Kentucky to visit for a week, and we were in Walmart. And, boy, he was mean to the fans. Uh, the fans didn't like him. They had this little thing when he wrestled. Um, he would always do this prototype thing and win, and then he would kind of, if he lost, get a little upset. They would throw uh, pacifiers into the ring and go, wham, 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 prototypes crying again, prototypes tying again. And then uh, when he went down to OVW, they kept the prototype gimmick. Uh, and then when he was called up to the big leagues, that all changed into a John Cena. And then, as you know, he did the rap gimmick, the Doctor of Thugonomics. John always liked to rap, always liked... A good music, that kind of music, and um, it was by chance he was doing a rap on a bus. Next thing you know, he's doing a Thanksgiving special as Vanilla Ice, 
And again, the rest is history. Out comes this new kid on the block doing thugonomics, rapping, had the chain. Again, a bad guy, uh, but things change in the wrestling business. And from there on in, as I say, the rest is history. Now, in the meantime, you you got into it yourself more than just um, promoting it. But, I mean, you'll get thrown around yourself into the ring. I do get thrown around in the ring. Flex can uh, attest to that. I, I had a, like, things sometimes change in marriage. I was married 34 years, and my wife decided that perhaps it was time for a change, and she did. And so you feel sorry for yourself, and they were looking for a ring announcer. And I said, well, what better way to get my life started again than getting back in something that I love? I love my family dearly, but I need something for me. So I tried out for the ring announcer's position. Uh, the guy said, got a great set of pipes, but um, I don't think so. I said, thank you very much. I'll, I'll go to another promotion. No, 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 he said, I need somebody to play a villain, a manager. Well, I started in Salisbury, Massachusetts at Star Wars Wrestlings. My, I, I remember it vividly. I sat in the audience taking notes, got in the ring, downed the people. We had to think of a name, a name. Um, what do people dislike? Money, wealth, don't work. Women, cars, I had it all, says Johnny Fabulous. Johnny Fabulous was born that day, and million-dollar bills are handed out, million-dollar cigars, by the way, taken care of for me by Two Guys Smoke Shop. Um, they're fantastic. My own private label wine. and So now I wrestle under two names. I still get bounced around. Uh, John Cena Sr., and I wrestle as Johnny Fabulous, or manage as Johnny Fabulous. And uh, Flex can attest to the fact that I'm not afraid to bump, and I'm not afraid to get in there. As a matter of fact, I'm going down to Atlanta May 17th, and I'm going to be in a tag match, and again, a tag match on uh, uh, May 31st down in Bedford, Massachusetts. So I'm not afraid. Uh, you are in a tag match? I'm in a tag match. I'm in a tag match, and I'm going to plug something right now, if you don't mind. But um, I was 280 pounds. I couldn't breathe. Used to blow up in the ring. Uh, I had trouble walking down my driveway, and my son came up with this program for me, and now it's gone public, which is the Change Time uh, program. It's a weight loss exercise program. And I'm proud to say that as of today, I weigh 231 pounds, and that's all been done in a course of 22 weeks. So, um, now, he, now here's the magic. You, you, not only did you lose the weight, you're going to be in a tag match. I personally saw you get thrown from over the top ring onto the ground, and then you lifted your head up and you gave me a little wink when uh, to, to tell me everything was okay. I was amazed to see it. But how old are you? I will be... June 18th of this year, John Cena Sr., Johnny Fabulous, will be 70 years old. 70 years old. It, it's amazing. I mean, it, and, and to take a fall like that, never, never alone a 50-year-old man or a 20-year-old kid, but 70 years old to take hits like that, um, there's, there's something in um, your genetics to do this, for your son to be able to be the way he is, for you to be, you, you know, I'm, what's going on there? Well, first of all, my son, I, 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 you know, I keep my shirt on because I don't want to embarrass the kid. Um, he works out six days a week. Um, hard worker, hard trainer. Myself, I feel good. I, f I have a mental attitude that says age is only a number. You can achieve anything in this life that you desire no matter how old you are. So that, I guess that's the secret. I just feel good. I feel young. I act young. And and I just go. I just do what I feel I can do. I don't do any more than I can do. I can't do what I could do 15 to 20 years ago. But I think Flex will attest to the fact that, that what little I do or try to do, I think I do a pretty good job at it. You certainly do. I'm going to hand the mic over to you and actually let you do the interviewing for Flex Armstrong. Let's learn a little about him. I'm sitting here today with the one and only 
Flex Armstrong. And don't let him kid you. The guy is jacked. He works hard. He's a great professional wrestler. I've worked with him several times. It's always an honor, a privilege to get in the ring with him. And it's an even greater honor right now for me to be able to sit here and chat with Flex. So, Flex, first of all, we need to know, why? How? Why would you get into this crazy business we call professional wrestling? Because I love it. I was always a fan of professional wrestling growing up. I have um, competitive uh, blood inside me. So when the, uh, I put an end to competitive fighting and MMA, I decided to next next step to uh, be in the spotlight would be professional wrestling. And here I am sitting next to Johnny Fabulous. Whoa, whoa. I got to back up a second here, brother. As Hulk Hogan would say, brother, you're telling me you did MMA? Absolutely. If uh, anybody listening out there wants to go out and uh, go onto YouTube, just to, can you can search Flex Armstrong, and uh, you know it'll come up my uh, MMA fight, and uh, you can check it out. Wow. That's all I got to say is wow. So Flex, I'm going to ask you the question, and I know you and I don't like this question, but I'm going to ask you anyway because I bet you there's a lot of people out there that're going to say, "Oh yeah, right." So Flex, is wrestling fake? I'm going to tell you something right now about professional wrestling. Um, when, when people find out that I have an MMA background, a boxing background, they're always like, they're, the main thing is, oh, well, you're kind of taking it easy now doing professional wrestling. I'll go out and say that professional wrestling is 10 times harder than any MMA fight or boxing match I've ever had. So is it real? Absolutely. Everything about it's real. The, the physicality, the athletic ability, the showmanship, it's, there's nothing fake about it. I think both Flex and I, and I, I'll hand it back to you and see if you agree with me or not. Um, my good friend, the one and only Vincent Kennedy McMahon, has renamed his company WWE Entertainment for a very good reason, as we know. But it is entertainment, is it not, Flex? Well, yes, it's entertainment. Um, I mean, anything that you do right is entertaining, whether it be basketball, baseball, football. You're out there to entertain, or otherwise there wouldn't be any people in the seats. Well, professional wrestling, in my opinion, is Star Wars, Flex. It's Darth Vader versus uh, Hans Solo. Now, you and I have been in the ring a couple of times. And, again, it's an honor and a privilege to be allowed to work with you, my friend, and I mean that from my heart. Um, why don't you just kind of fill the fans in on the kind of stuff that you and I have done in the ring, the kind of nice guy that Johnny Fabulous, John Cena Sr. really is. I mean, you know, and let them kind of know what we do here. Well, I think it's funny being the big-time wrestling heavyweight champion. Every time I have a, an opponent, I see you in their corner. I think you're just coming after my belt all the time. I don't, I don't know what it is, but uh, talk about the nice guy Johnny Fabulous is. It's uh, you go to a, a, a wrestling event and it's uh, you see both sides. You see the kids running around with the the Johnny Fabulous money. You know they're always excited to see him. Always great with the kids, but at the same time, my experience is I'm always getting hit with a cane by you. So it's uh, it goes both ways. This is a strange world, professional wrestling. Um, I guess the word I have to use is, in Italian, we would say, it's la familia. In English, it's the family. We truly are a family. Flex, why don't you allude to some of the things that family does? In other words, do we care about each other? Um, do we worry about each other? Is there a protection in this business for each other in the ring and outside the ring? We hear one of us is down and we're there to help and build each other up. Or if there's a crisis, what about this family of professional wrestling? Absolutely. Um, when you go, when you uh, share a locker room with uh, a great bunch of guys, it, it is a family. You travel together. You uh, you go in the ring uh, with each other. You're 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 there to put on a great show and protect one another. Um, but like any good family, you have your good fights too. So what better than uh, 
somebody that, that loves you and you love them to put the boots to you when you need to be put in line. And uh, at the end of the day, you're all smiles and you're all got each other's back. Well, now that we've talked about some of the background of professional wrestling, Flex, what's the hardest, best match you've ever been in in your entire career? Geez, put me right on the spot with that one. Um, so many things pop into my, my head right now. Uh, the toughest match um, uh, physically, I would have to say, was not that long ago. I, I was in the ring with Big Van Vader, who was close to 500 pounds, and picking him up and slamming him was no easy task. I think my back is still failing it now. Um, but the, the best matches are the ones with the – the, uh, where the crowd's on top of you, they're, they're all yelling your name, and you've got no choice but to put on a great show. And, it, and um, whoever you're in there in the ring with is going to bring out the best in you. So all you got to do is uh, step in the ring and, and give it your best, and hopefully every match is your best match. Well, no offense, Flex, but they're always yelling my name too. You know, Fabo sucks, Fabo's fat, Fabo's <laughs> ugly. I mean, I, I'm equal to you. I mean, let's be real here. It's, it's fun. I think the fans need to know that you and I have had some of the best times of our lives because we've had the opportunity, and I'm going to ask you who you've worked with because it's not just in the indie business. We work with the local guys. I've had the honor and privilege of working with such great guys as Tito Santana, Greg Valentine, Jake the Snake Roberts, Mick Foley, God rest his soul, Captain Lou Albano. I had a great relationship with Paul Barrow, William Moody. I could go on and on. It's been a great experience and a great life. So why don't you relate to us uh, about some of the the greats that you've had the chance to work with and, and your opinion of working with some of these greats. Yeah, just uh, recently, uh, we talked about it a little earlier. I had a match um, down in uh, Long Island where I tag teamed up with Jake the Snake, um, WWE Hall of Famer, one of the best there ever was. But uh, every city that we go to, we have somebody on the card, whether it be a Mick Foley or a Ric Flair, um, icons of the, of the, of the business, uh, stepping into the ring with guys like Matt Hardy and Chris Masters, Shane Douglas, Carlito. Those guys were all at the very top, and now it's uh, really an honor to, to get in there and work with them. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you go in there at one of these shows and you, and you get the names of the past, the, the present, and the future, and I'm just uh, really happy to be part of it. I guess the other thing I'd have to ask you is I know every time I've worked with some of these individuals, I call them the greats, I've never failed to learn something from them, be it being a manager, improving my wrestling, the way I do things. So, Flex, relate to us, if you will, please, what have you learned or what have you asked about um, what have you benefited from by working with these great stars? Well, I think the most important thing that I can learn at the stage of my career is that, um, you know, I, I think I do have the athletic ability. I can hang in there with everybody athletically. So it's the the behind-the-scenes stuff, the, the wrestling etiquette, so to speak, um, learn how to conduct yourself in a in a uh, professional manner. Um, you, you, you're just kind of, when you're around those guys in that locker room, the best way I look at it is you're like a sponge and you just absorb everything and uh, try to uh, mold yourself into um, what's going to do the business honor. You know, I have a dear friend that I'm sure he'd ask you this question. Mr. Flex, I'm strong. I'm sick. I want to know from you. Anyway, you put Cameron Clutch on, break the back, make him humble, yes or no? My goodness, left me speechless for the first time in my life. Um, break the back, yes or no? Is that what you were asking me? No. You put the camera clutch on like I do Olympic champion, Aaron Schick. You do that, yes or no? I can't say I've ever done the camel clutch, but uh, next, next match, I'm going to put the guy down. I'm going to stra strap it on right for you, just for you. 
I love you, Flex. I love you, Dylan. God love you. Anyway, it's been a great, great time talking with Flex Armstrong. I've had some fun. We've got some answers to some questions. You know, I'm going to tell you, if you've got any questions about professional wrestling, uh, don't hesitate to drop a line to Two Guys Smoke Shop. Stop in, leave your questions, um, email them. I'll guarantee you that Flex or I will be honored to email you back some answers. Um, it's a great business. It's a great profession. Um, it's not easy. It's hard. Everybody thinks it's an automatic stardom. It's not. You've got to work your way to the top. So, again, thanks to two guys. Thanks to that great cigar, Luchador Cigars. And thanks to you, Flex Armstrong, Dave, and everybody here at Two Guys Smoke Shop, my second home. Thanks. And the, uh, the beautiful thing is um, John Cena Sr. is a cigar smoker. I know him from coming in the store buying cigars. Flex Armstrong smokes cigars. Your son, uh, John, smokes cigars. A lot of the folks in the, in the, in the wrestling uh, world smoke cigars. Uh, it's, it's a guy thing. You guys are obviously into health. I mean, uh, there's, a, there's a specimen there right beside us. But um, how, how do you feel as far as your son is big into health, yet he smokes cigars? And just to bring it up anyway, um, you know, what is your feeling on health and, and cigars? Is there an issue here? Dave, I'm going to answer this question this way. Everything in moderation. Everything in moderation. Um, nobody smokes 12 cigars a day. Nobody smokes, and I know John doesn't smoke 12 cigars a day. The wrestlers I know don't smoke 12 or 15 cigars a day. Everything in moderation is good for you. A glass of beer, a glass of wine, a glass of brandy with a great two guys or a luchador cigar is perfect at the end of the day. So how does John feel? I can only tell you this. I went to visit him in his new home, and he has a smoking room. Now, I was afraid to smoke in his house because when you go to this humidor, it almost looks like one of your humidors loaded with these cigars. And so I said, John, I'll, I'll take a cigar. I'll go out in the uh, patio there in the lanai and smoke the cigar. He said, no, Pops. Light up. Close the door. The fans go on. It creates a vacuum in the room. And all the smoke was going out. But I'll tell you what. John smokes a couple of cigars a day. Mark Henry loves, excuse me, a great cigar. This guy is, is, is just fantastic. A lot of the guys will... Um, have a cigar, relax. It's not bad for you, even though a lot of people will say, oh, you know, you shouldn't do it, blah, blah, blah. Well, you shouldn't eat canned tomatoes because the lining of the can has been known to cause cancer. You shouldn't eat beef because the hormones given to the beef produces a disease. Everything in moderation. It goes for cigars. And I'm going to tell you, as a cigar smoker, and I think Flex will back me up, there's nothing better than a good cigar at the end of the day to make your day complete. And the best place to get them is two guys, and the cigar to smoke is Luchador. Can't help but say it. Thanks, Dave. Thank you. And uh, if this isn't a uh, roving endorsement, I don't know what is. So uh, signing out right now, and back to you, Dave. Okay, uh, John Cena, 70 years old, guy... Better shape than me, but that uh, ain't saying much. But close to the shape you are in. Pretty close. Pretty pretty amazing. Um, so um, I'll tell you, we're going to get more into the recluse. And when, when we come back, we're going to give you the t taste profiles of the recluse Amadeus that I, I'm going to have to take the second band off, which leaves one band to go on it. And I actually have a taste profile that I'll tell you when I come back. It's a cross between two cigars that we have 
had on the show before, and I'll tell you what that cross is, and we'll hear what yours is also. Um, we're going to get to the intel in the cigar industry. New cigars coming out. I have the information. I'm going to share it with you when we come back. Uh, that and also... Uh, um, what do we have? We have um, Jack Tarano, Jack Tarano, and yep. lots more. So um, we're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. When you're smoking your Armadillos, which, you, which you can't right now because we're the only ones that have it. <laughs> Someday when you can get an Armadillos, when you can get it, when you you're going to smoke it. it, just be careful. You keep the lid end out of your mouth. And we want to remind you, if you're enjoying the content presented here on the Cigar Authority, please consider leaving us a rating or review up on iTunes. We always appreciate when you tweet out links to the show or mention us on Facebook. We'll be right back next hour smoking the tattoo by Tatuate. You're listening to the Cigar Authority right here on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In 1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the Cigar Agency releases Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the Cigar Agency commissioned Hendrik Keltner's A-Team to bring you Ortsak Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction, Draw and price. Maybe this time you should try an Ortsak Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsak, everything Castro was now backwards. Ortsak is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsak is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like. Only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsak Bulletproof 1962. Reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsak, but you will love them. All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat-out frustrated with the same old results and routines, consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move.
This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Mancana. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart. This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangi. This is a little bit of shake. Is the Cigar Authority. And Faith. The authority on everything cigar. Shake and Faith. In. Get used to hearing it. And out of the cigar industry. Do it. With your hosts. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. <laughs> well, then, good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you, hey Zeus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of Domino's, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. And Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No. No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh. Yeah. You hungry? Hey, Ma! We get some meatloaf! It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake and bake, gal! Woo! Shake and Do it. Do it, baby. We're back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. This is the Cigar Authority, Mr. Jonathan, Chuck Morrison, and myself. We've got new cigars coming out in 2014, and we have the scoop on what that is. We'll let you know. Old Fart Freddy in the aging room, and some questions... Uh, for Jack Tarano from Tarano Cigars. So welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. That's right. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week, high atop the worldwide headquarters oh, God. of Two Guys Smoke Shop. No, it's part of the shtick now. It's yeah. in. It's in. <laughs> it's made it. And we are, not, we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist and demand that you light up along with us. You catch us right at thecigarauthority.com where you can catch us live and watch this mess. You can catch a little pregame action, too, if you want. Yeah, we do uh, that. We do a little bit before the show. Uh, you also, uh, you want to catch the podcast, you hit iTunes up. You set it and forget it right there. If you're really hooked on the video, which I don't know why nah, you would be. no need. It's audio. But you find us right on, uh, on YouTube. Or the CigarAuthority.com and all the old shows. People go back and listen to the old shows. I recommend not going back too far. <laughs> They're all there. Uh, your brother was just up a little while ago, and he goes, wow, you guys improved from the very beginning. My yeah. God. And we know, listen, we know this isn't even good now, but <laughs> don't go back to the, to the old ones because there's no need. There's now, no if need. you were to make butter... Out of goat's milk. Here we go. It's a little. It's a little drier. This is the. Uh, this is the Amadeus. This is the recluse Amadeus. We're just finishing up right now. Unsalted goat's milk butter. This is. Have you ever had unsalted goat milk's butter? Hasn't everyone? <laughs> Hasn't everybody? Of course. Unsalted butter. It's missing the salt. Have you ever had that? I've oh, had yeah. unsalted butter. You and have, I, and and I, I immediately say, "Wow, there's something." Different. different with this. It's yeah, salt is so important with, with I'm not butter. trying to say that this thing's missing anything. It's just uh, it doesn't have the salty quality. It's got the creamy, a little bit of sweetness to it. A lot of times, a lot of times people, when there's a new cigar, they say, what, what's it like? Mm-hmm. And they want to know what, what's it like and not unsalted goat's milk because they probably <laughs> haven't had it. <laughs> butter, whatever. Um, I can't help that this is what I taste. Yes. But what they're looking for is what other cigar is it like? So they know if they like this and this. Well, I have a cross between. Okay. So this is in between the Hammer and Sickle Icon, which is a cigar of the year. I get that, yeah. Okay, so it's not a box press cigar, but it is uh, shade, but it is not Ecuadorian shade. I believe it's true Connecticut shade. But it has a little of that. And if you were to cross that or, or if it would 
the two were to marry and become, this would be the child of the Perla Del Mar, ah. mm. yeah. which is the box press shade yeah, cigar, yeah, yeah. but it's not quite Perla Del Mar. No. It, it's a cross between the two. If they were to have a baby. That's it, interesting. That's you pretty, go from uh, huh? it's huh? pretty accurate. Dominican <laughs> to Nicaraguan. This has some qualities of, although I don't believe there's any Nicaraguan tobacco in it, but there what, is. What would be Nicaragua? Oh, because of Perla Del Mar. Perla Del Mar has that Nicaraguanness to it. I get that, though. That's not bad. Yeah, it's a cross between them. And that's what I would say to a consumer or something. That I know that they had both of them or something. I'd say, this is going to fit right in between the two. That's yeah, maybe sometimes you're not in the mood for a Perla Del Mar and you really aren't feeling an icon. You want to split the difference. Yeah. Rather than smoke two cigars at the same time. Two cigars I like. So, uh, you know, that says something, too. So um, that, that's where I'd say uh, where it is. I hate to put it down. But uh, that's the end of this cigar, and we have to move on to the next cigar. Again, something uh, I would say we never had, but you blind tested me on I this did. already. Oh, he has. So I smoked this two days ago yeah, uh, without a band on it. And I said, wow, I, I'm trying to guess what it is. And I said, I don't know what it is. That's kind of unfair to blind someone on a cigar so that you've never, never had. had. <laughs> Which is Mr. Jonathan being unfair. Oh, oh I'm the one who's unfair. Yes, that would be you. Blind testing somebody on a cigar they never even had before? That's not even available? Yeah, can't, can't get it. So uh, this is the tattoo. So it is... Uh, Six-packed. Yeah, yes. it's very dense. Very dense. Uh, not box presses around, and this is obviously not a shade uh, wrapper at all. But this is a dark, not Maduro. Uh, what is the wrapper on this? Uh, Ecuadorian Habano. Um, <laughs> Wrapper, Ecuadorian Habano. So Ecuador, same uh, yeah. places being made. And this is uh, Pete Johnson. This is his brand. And he had a tattoo about three years ago. There was a tattoo that came in a jar, and uh, it was a limited edition. Weren't there tattoos in a bundle as well? Yes. It was Lancero that ended up coming in yeah, the bundle, yeah. right? And um, it was just a limited, really small thing. I tasted the cigar already. This is not the same cigar. It's not the same blend. It has no. nothing to do with, with each other. So uh, um, although he's putting the tattoo name on it, um, not even close to the same same thing. And I don't say that in a negative way. I'm just telling you it's completely different than what the other one is. This is the tat, uh, Tatuaje Tattoo Caballero. Caballero must be the size name of it. That's mm. what I'm going with. It looks to me like a Robusto. It's going to be four sizes, but what we received so far, what has gone into the marketplace, and that was this week, this is brand, brand new, is the 5 by 50 It's the Robusto. It, there'll be three more sizes coming out, a 55 by 58 a 6 and a quarter by 52 Torpedo, and an 8 by 50 Monster. And uh, made Nestle at Tabacalera Cubana Factory. This is not... The My Father Cigar Factory. Although he makes everything with My Father, this is their new factory. This is their other factory. These cigars come in 50-count boxes. 50. Crazy. Uh, again, Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. And um, I believe all the filler is Nicaraguan that's on here. So uh, the amazing thing of the cigar is the price. Yeah. If I remember... When the tattoo came out, it came out at about twelve bucks a piece or something. Yeah, it was it was not a cheap date. Hmm. This one is five dollars. Come on, five dollars. So um, this is this is like uh, a geek stick, basically. That the, you know the cigar geeks are going crazy for right now. Uh, they're going to buy them all out, and um, 
it's a five dollar cigar. This so. is the five by fifty here. Yes. Yeah. So uh, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting. As usual, is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that, while all other cigar brands are raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered their prices. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. So excellence. we're going we're to cut it. And this is a, uh, like you see, that has um, the Don Pepin is known for, usually a triple cap. Not so much on this. or do yeah. you mm. It's two caps. Uh, again, uh, this is this is a different factory. I want to teach you guys a trick that I discovered this past week. Yeah. You know how you end up, uh, maybe you borrow someone's cutter and you're not sure you cut enough off? Yeah. yeah. You don't want to put the cigar in your mouth. Let's see if you draw, yeah. You flip the cigar around and you try drawing from the other end. Now you can recut it because ah. it has never entered your mouth. Good one. This is a tip of the week. Tip of the week brought to you by Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. That's Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com for right. all um, your one stop shop. For <laughs> <not> foolishness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because so, you do so many weird things. I mean, it's ridiculous. So, uh, again, with this lighter. This is the bomber. The this bomber. is by Vertigo. Yeah, you got a, a pretty decent sized uh, bullet cutter at the bottom. Not huge, but decent. So, you've got that on board. And. Uh, Double action here. You press down the button. It pops the top. you got a little mirror to be able to see the end of your cigar to see if it's lit. And, and I'm lighting. $24.99. Big That's tank. This is a, a, a metal silver heavy, heavy duty. It looks like uh, looks like it costs 100 bucks. So uh, toasting it up. And the first cigar we smoked... The Recluse Amadeus was a mild cigar. I would say... Um, I w- I'm going to go not, mild plus. Yeah, not even mild to medium, right? Pretty mild cigar. It was on the mild side, mild plus. It wasn't quite medium. Stronger than what it looked like it was going to be. It looked like it was going to be mild like that icon, but it has a little more to it. Very different with this. Totally different. Yeah, very different. We're going from one extreme... Not to the other extreme, but this is the this is licking the inside of an unsalted cashew right off the bat. <laughs> you know how you guys do that all the you time? Break the cashew open, you and just then you put it back back in the bowl after. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Mr. Jonathan licking the inside of a cashew and putting it back. Would you actually put them together again? My family. Well, some. Splitting you know what? Sometimes I've been known. You know, when I'm in a mood, I make, yeah. the, I make the other half of the Oreo watch. <laughs> <laughs> and just scream because he's no, he's next. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a You're good next. tweet of the yeah. week. That's, I saw it. It was. It, oh, you come, seen it's it? going to come up months from now. Oh, but, my God. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Just make him watch and know that he is next, and that's all there is to it. Oh, it's coming. So, she's uh, uh, packed full. Uh, there's no doubt this is long-filled. It's not yeah. like it's a short-filled cigar. The price is awesome. This is, you know, I'm seeing, and we're going to go through a lot of the different cigars that are coming out. The prices are going to scare a lot of you. The, some of the stuff that's coming out is kind of pricey. That's And they're that, counting on the fact that some people are like I am, where, you know, I have to try it. But I'm only trying it once yeah. if it's expensive. It, I mean, really, how good can you be if you're in that $30 range? 
it's not easy to make a $30 cigar. Now, what I had told you when I blind tested the cigar, and I should have got it. I should have got the manufacturer, even though it's a different factory because I got so much pepper right now is going on. But I had said to you, it's Honduran. Mm. Remember? Yes. And you said, no, it's not. And I said, wow, I taste some Honduran to it. But um, I can, and now I see the band and I know what I'm expecting. And I taste that black pepper that's going on right from the go, which, which is, to, you know, usually the amazing thing when I'm blind tested is on something that Don Pepin makes is the second I light it up, I go, well, Don Pepin made this. And I did, it's I, not cashews. Cashews. It's not cashews. I it's don't, cashews. Don't. So you're saying some nuttiness. There's some nutty, fatty sweetness. Sweetness. Get spice. Sweetness is my weakness. That's where the problem arises. Uh, it's time to take a look at social media. Social media this week is brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigar brand that's been built on social media. They haven't advertised anywhere. Social media is what's making them a star right now, yes, and that's what's doing it. So here's the best tweets of the week. It's time for the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigar that was built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a Recluse Cigar today. All right. These are the best tweets that I saw all week. It is only when a mosquito lands on your testicles that you realize there is not always a way to solve problems without using violence. Oh, there always is a way. Sorry, oh, all I right. misread that. Man, there that always was... is a way to solve problems <laughs> without using violence. He has turned it you're, to me. You're he took some, this away from me. You're into because some weird I stuff at that because point. Because I didn't read it in advance, and here you go. The noblest of all hot dogs is the hot dog. I'm sorry. The... Wow, terrible. I'm terrible. Terrible. He's worse than me. The he's... noblest Listen, of all folks, dogs. He took this away from me because he says, you're not reading this in advance. And I was. I did read it in advance. It's not but, as easy as it but, looks. But Listen. He did not read this in advance at all because you want it, You want a few seconds to... to oh, no, I got this. You sure? I got this. All right. Put my cigar down. I'm getting focused. The noblest of all dogs is the hot dog. It feeds the hand that bites it. At my age, with insurance benefits would sound just as appealing. Not friends with benefits, but with insurance benefits. No? Nothing? <laughs> People who use big words but not in the right context, are just being ambidextrous. Nothing? The best tweet I saw all week in oh, their come terrible, on, I'm sorry. If vegans are so concerned with the welfare of animals, then why do they continue to eat all of the animals' food? That's right. They do eat the food. It's the animals' food. Leave it alone. Today's vegans. social media segment was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. Rolled N2 Bar the old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw every time. Every and, we time. Learned, and we learned earlier that the vegan is actually losing his brain cells, too, because he's not having it. So <laughs> it's a nice, it was against a nice the vegan. fit. Yeah. It's coming it's nice together fit. now. So, yeah, you got to read them in advance. you got to get gear up for them. And, uh, I did read them to, in advance. Just throw that piece away. Here we go. Give me that. That's done. We're done with that done guy. Done with that guy. And now you got some uh, lined right. up. You, you lined them up. He actually wrote them. He put them in there and doesn't know what's going on. So you see my thing is early disclosed full circle. Early on and not, uh, you're not on it today. <sighs> not on it today, huh? You're coming back. You can make a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> You'll make a comeback. I'm hoping. I'm hoping and praying. Um, we have uh, the ultimate diamond crown experience coming up. 
And this is happening in all three stores, but well, 50, 60 stores across the country? I think it is 52 stores. Exactly. 50 stores across the country. So look for it wherever you are. Look for the Diamond Crown Experience. You can probably go on their website and find out where it's, where it's happening. But you simply purchase three Diamond Crown cigars, and they have Maximus, Julius Caesar, in the regular line of Diamond Crown. I recommend, if you're only buying three, buy one of each. Our yeah. friend Tom, who listens to the show, yeah. Tom Minota yes. from Nashua, did buy all three. And he took pictures of them and put yes, them up on. Yes, and he did them all in one day. He, he did. them all in one day, which is called in, in the industry the trifecta. And it's often tr- attempted but never uh, actually done all the time. So I recommend that also. But if you, uh, if you do that, they're giving you a coffee mug yeah. and a chance to win the Diamond Crown experience. If you buy a whole box of one of them, which I highly recommend again, and again, if you're in the area... I would recommend getting yeah. it from me. But anyway, you, you shameless uh, plug. Here we go. You get um, the Diamond Crown Ashtray, which is an awesome ashtray. Forty dollar ashtray. And the mug and ten chances to win the Diamond Crown Experience. So what is the Diamond Crown Experience, you say? It is a three day, two night smoking experience. It's gonna take place October sixteenth, seventeenth, and eighteenth. It includes round trip airfare for two to Tampa, Florida, wherever you are, wherever you bought it. And cigars. <clears throat> and cigars. Not on the plane. Uh, deluxe accommodations, uh, tour of the J.C. Newman Cigar Museum, which is very interesting. It is mm-hmm. interesting. A tour of the J.C. Newman Cigar Factory, which we had a great time at. That Go with Bobby. cigars as well. Go with Bobby. Bobby's good. Uh, dinner in the um, executive uh, room there where they, they meet lots of legislation and yeah. people there. First class seating at the Tampa Bay Lightning Game in the Diamond Crown Cigar Lounge. Chuck? Awesome. I mean, you're, you're watching a hockey game. No, forget the game, right? The game is on its own awesomeness. Yeah, but well, you include the cigar bar, you include the food, you include the service, well, the drinks, the whole atmosphere on that suite level. It's not is, like it's not like they have, uh, let's say, the B quality girls no, cutting and lighting no. cigars for you. Those were some A quality young ladies. Right. Everything was A quality, including. They looked very smart. Going to Bobby Newman's home, where we had some drinks, gracious some on the veranda. Yeah. Oh my God, it was awesome. And you will sit in on the Cigar Authority taping, which is the biggest part of the whole thing. We're going to do the show, and you're going to be there, too. And maybe we can interview you. Maybe we cannot. We'll see what happens. It's only a two-hour show. Maybe we could uh, have some kind of contest where one of the winners, one of the participants of the experience could come on the classic cigar segment, perhaps, as a challenger. Or maybe they could read the tweets of the week. Yes. (laughs) Right, <laughs> and they're saying we should do look it in, properly. We should look in the hooked on phonics for a sponsor for that. Okay, there we yes. Go. <laughs> the drawing will be held across the country on June thirtieth. So uh, look at your, your local retailer, participate in it. Uh, they're great cigars anyway, and I uh, would love to have you aboard. And we're honored to be part of it and um, uh, being brought in to, to do it. So oh, yeah. we're very excited to do that, and uh, we'll meet you because we'll be all together. Yeah. So it'll be a good time. La so, familia. La Familia, as they say. La right? Cuesta La Vida. There we go. Cuesta La Vida. <laughs> this is the life. Um, Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. We talked about that. You're going to go there. Uh, I'm not going. <laughs> 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 We're not going. Uh, we've been bumped. We've been um, uh, conflict. Some conflict happened. And it uh, turns out we cannot be there. But I'll tell you, it's August 23rd, and we've been there many times. And I urge you, uh, go to Boulder, Colorado. Do it. It's an awesome time that they put on, and I'm going to miss it again. Uh, I hate to miss it, but it's, it's, it's a great time. It is a good time. And, uh, you know, Google um, Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. You'll see it. I think it's RockyMountainCigarFestival.org or something. I'm not, I'm not positive. But uh, you, easy enough to find. 
There'll be 4,000 people. Think. 4,000 people. It's a festival for cigars, and it's a great time, and you should check it out and uh, go there, and while you're there, you should mind your business, you should behave, yeah. you should be a good person when you're there, and you should be debonair. Do you need a gentleman? Well played, sir. Gentleman. It's a great segue. Gentleman. Way better than the first time. <laughs> Speaking of selling. <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts. Switch on your electronic devices. And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Gentlemen, today we're going debonair. It's Memorial Day weekend. It's that time of the year when we pay homage and tribute to the troops. There is nothing more gentlemanly than any time you see a soldier. I've been doing this for years, and it's, uh, it's more enjoyable to be the giver in this example than probably the recipient. When you see a soldier, anyone Punch in service. Him and call him a baby killer. No. Hug him. Thank the troops. And thank I just want to personally say a, a, a very sincere thank you to every single person of service, whether you're active now, uh, retired. It's because of you that we enjoy the freedoms that we have. Um, Especially We would not cigars. be where we are, who Bailey. we are. <laughs> without you, including cigars. But the gentlemanly, uh, the, the gentlemanly behavioral tip that I'm giving all our listeners, all our, our males who want to become debonair more gentlemanly is thank a troop. And not just this weekend, Memorial Day weekend, but anytime you see a soldier, uh, again, active, retired. I, was, uh, I had to run some errands the other day, guys, and um, there were some elderly folks with their, with their retired army hats on. Yeah. I thank them for their service. So appreciative. But, again, it's, it's just that act of graciousness to uh, – to support the troops. So, Gentleman Way brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Thank the troops. Be Debonair. The question is, gentlemen, are you Debonair enough? I am. I am. I, I am. am in this case. I thank them every time. You know, I like when you, and usually I buy first class when I fly, but when I, uh, and I don't like when non first class people, because I pay a lot for my ticket, are cutting in line and going. Not that I won't want to need to be first or anything like that. I got the seat already set. But they do open it up to people in the military. Mm. And I'm more than okay with that. As a matter of fact, they should go before me. Yeah. And I try to do that. If I see one going, uh, getting up also, and I say, go ahead, go ahead of me. That's the way to do Even it. Even though I pay 2000 for my seat, but whatever. Go before me. Very debonair. Yep. So, uh, and it was nice to have Phil up here uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he, he's back home. I check on him every once in a while. I'll go see him soon uh, down at the Debonair House in the Dominican Republic, and what a Debonair house he has over there. It's all, always awesome to do that. And um, we were lucky enough to uh, – oh, you weren't here. <laughs> you weren't here, Mr. Jonathan. I wasn't here. I have the new cigar from Debonair oh. that you don't have. And I was told, shh, don't say anything about it. It's not to be released. Well, the way social media is and the way um, people find out information. And we got a scoop. And it didn't come from me, but I saw it out there somewhere. So I didn't, bets are I off. didn't blow it, so all bets are <laughs> off. There's a debonair Maduro. Oh, really? Very full-bodied. I can Very. only imagine. Well, 
I wonder how it's going to end up being. It's not ready. He says, I need 60 days more, which is going to be the trade show. Yeah. At least yeah. 60 days more for this. And um, like cigars that are, are rolled, as soon as you are in the factory and they roll a cigar for you to try, you can try the cigar then. The problem is that he gets it, he puts it in cellophane, and gets to me a week later. Now it's problems. Now it's a problem because the fermenting process yep. has begun to end up happening. Yeah. And it's too strong for me. And I can get past that. Okay, let me put that past. But, oh, my God. Um, I want to try that cigar. I have it. I want to try that cigar. I'm not going to wait 60 days because then everybody's going to end up having it. So, But we'll bring that into our mix um, at least 30, 40 days from now or something. We'll bring it out. We'll smoke it at that point and see. So you have a couple of them. Yeah. But I I need advance notice that that's going to be on the show so I can have a big-ass breakfast. Yeah, be prepared. yeah really. Uh, I, and I don't know if it, you know, part of it is 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 that. And that's the problem with advanced cigars, that you have to get past right. what it is. Um, the recluse uh, Imideus is ready. Yeah, it's good. It's fine. They can put it out today if they wanted to. And surprise to me that you have ordered them and we're going to be getting them in very yeah. soon. So they're ready to go. Uh, some cigars are not ready to go. And I have a list of uh, things that I may be saying, should be saying, or should not be saying, but I'm saying them anyway. And I noticed that you didn't have glasses on earlier. Well, I have contacts and now you've on. Got I glasses. Have, I have glasses for reading, and I have contact lenses. My first week of contact lenses. I've been poking myself in the eye all week. About a hundred. It takes me an hour to put them in, half hour to get them out. They say it's going to improve. I can't imagine. It's going to improve because you're actually sticking something in your eye. It does get easier. That's what they say. And they explain the crankiness. He pokes his eye for an hour every day. <laughs> and, and really, my eyeball looks, feels like it's going to come out. I mean, it's ridiculous. And you couldn't get the LASIK. No. What a shame. Yeah. So we all have to suffer. We're, all right. What's coming out? We're all suffering. Uh, there's a new cigar coming out I, I, thought, uh, I saw very interesting uh, and confusing at the same time. Uh, it's called Diamond Crest Cigars. Uh, there's a trademark <laughs> issue. <laughs> diamond what? Diamond Crest. Come on. It's not Diamond Crown. It's Diamond Crest. It's Diamond CR, and everything else is, you know, okay. Tell me they have a crown on their band. I don't know. I'll F sue them. 15 to $18 a piece. Oh, my God. So uh, that's coming out. MGM has a cigar coming out. I don't know if it's like MGM. MGM Grand? I don't know. And nor was it from the people from MGM, but there again may be a trademark issue. Maybe. So the, as I find out these things, uh, people are running around the country trying to stop, and our uh, friend Hank Frank Herrera is probably uh, getting very busy yeah, out he's there. He's got plenty of work. <laughs> um, we have the AVO Second Movement coming out. Second Movement. What does the second movement mean to you? That's uh, number two. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the name. I'll be honest with you. Second movement. Ooh, I mean, two. that didn't come up once Art during four. the meeting. <laughs> it's, they have a Davidoff art edition. You saw that. I saw that. And these are boxes of 10 high, high-end cigars with beautiful um, prints onto the boxes. Um, expensive. Um, another expensive cigar coming out. Last year we saw uh, Davidoff come out with the Year of the Horse, Horse, which is a big ring gauge Davidoff. This year, the Year of the Sheep is coming out. Plenty of jokes there. Yeah. Pl plenty, plenty of jokes. Year of the Horse was ridiculous. 
Did they have to go call the year of the horse and go 60 ring gauge? Yeah. Yeah. No. Why not, come out why with not like Stallion or, uh, you know. I don't know. They're doing this year of the. And um, it's the year of the sheep would be this year's coming. Okay. Next year, and I went on to the Chinese calendar, it's the year of the rat. And then you got dirty rat. Yes. And you got issues there. And who knows? Ooh. Back to trademark things that could go wrong, right? <clears throat> um, Davidoff has a Solomon coming out, which we actually ordered. And this is coming out. We're going to have it. They promised me we're going to have it when Hanky Kellner is here. And this is a big... Other, otherwise, I'm refusing the shipment. Yeah. <laughs> this is a big, beautiful Solomon in boxes of 50. And the cigar cost $55 per cigar. Oh. So I warned you all. I tell you, well, there's listen, lots of cigars coming should, out, but the price is What they high. should do is they should form an advisory board... And they should have people advise them not to do this. I got to smoke the cigar first. And there were no samples. And to be honest with you, I'm dying to try it. I am too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dying to try it. And the, I, we, they hope that. 50, I'll buy it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, hoping there's uh, 50 people in every store willing to buy them. That's the idea of it, I guess. Um, Roberto Duran. Remember Roberto Duran? Roberto Duran. Is that uh, Jimmy Durante's? Illegitimate bastard child? No, Durante. Roberto Duran, the boxer. Heavyweight oh. champion, Roberto Duran. Yeah, never heard of him. Chuck, nothing? I got nothing. Kid. I got to get a different... If it's not different Mike Tyson... Well, yeah, come on, Who Dave. cares? Did you know who it was before looking yeah, this up? Yeah, Roberto Duran. No, Oscar you did I actually got a boxing glove in my office with Roberto Duran's signature on it. Roberto Duran. All right, let me think here. Roberto Duran. Um, most obscure champion ever? No, he's not. And... He has a premium cigar coming out called a Roberto Duran cigar. All right. So it's already a failure. We're not, de- who we're is not he? taking who is he? it. He's a boxer. Is that he his name? He was a boxer. Yes. That's oh, his I name. Thought- <laughs> <laughs> well, you thought it was AKA? Yeah, I thought it was like, you know, that's his birth name, kind of like Heavy D. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh, his real name's Lennox Lewis. Now that's someone I know. There we go. Exactly. Roberto Duran's a big boxing name. I don't think so. Wow. I'm not huge into boxing, but I know Oscar De La Hoya, and then I'm going to go Mike with you. Tyson. I'm going to go with you're going to be taking a picture with him at the trade show. Shirt off. And well, shirt. if you let me take my shirt off, yeah. <laughs> by then I'm going to be ripped. Um, the uh, folks at Swag, which is the people from Aging Room, um, they have a new cigar coming out called a Swag G Black. I would try it. Swag G Black. So what would you consider? Adam blinded me on one, on uh, a swag on uh, Thursday. Yeah. Two puffs in. You got really? it? Nailed it. Beautiful. Swag G Black. So what, what do you think the rapper used on the Swag G Black would be? <sighs> Just because you're asking, I'm going to say Connecticut Shade. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> because it's not Maduro. Because <laughs> it's not Maduro. Why would it be? Yeah. I mean, it's called the Black. So. Yeah. Why would it be Black? It's not. It is full-bodied, though, they say. The most full-bodied cigar they've come out with yet. That's what they said about Fortissimo, which they were correct. Yeah. But I don't think I could handle – I'm not smoking it. I can't go harsher than – like, not harsh, but stronger than that. It's too much. So is it Connecticut? Shade wrapper? No, but it's it's not Maduro. That's all I know is it's not Maduro. The band is – And I have not not smoked it. Yeah, I'm sure it's a black band, but really? (laughs) Um, (laughs) And it's bad. They're advertised and everything. But Aging Room – uh, they have a new cigar coming out called Bin Number One, and in Bin Number One they have the, the Bin B, there done that. Nope, the B major, the C major, the C, the B minor, the C.
the C major and the G major. Oh. All they need is the Lee majors, and they've got the uh, quadfecta. There we go. Debonair, I told you. You got yep. the Debonair Maduro coming out. It's coming out in two sizes. Heavy, heavy. Now, you know the sizes of the Debonair, and what's missing in the Debonair is a Churchill. E Bellicoso. Bellicoso. Mm, I feel like there is a Bellicoso. Nope, there's a Torpedo. So okay. they're coming out with a Bellicoso and a Robusto, and they have a Robusto, but that's two Just sizes. Just refresh my memory. What is the difference between a Torpedo and a Bellicoso? Bellicoso points in, and the Torpedo points out. Points in? What? One has a nipple on it, and, you know, Bellicoso points down. The okay. other one flares out as, oh, a, all right. as a Torpedo, right? Okay. A um, Fratello, and we had uh, uh, Fratello up here. They have uh, only four sizes, and they are adding a new size. It is the Torpedo also, and we know Torpedoes are not selling well. Yeah. And, again, here is a Torpedo, one size. It's a box-press Torpedo, and that's it, just one size. Hmm. So we'll see what happens there. He's zigging. Everyone's zigging. He's zagging. Doing something different. That's interesting. We'll see what happens there. La Flor Dominicana, Mysterio 2014. I'll tell you, I watched them make the Mysterios. I went to the factory. Unbelievable amount of work goes into making a Mysterio. I mean, ridiculous. Yeah. And um, they've done them um, the two different ways. They did it with light on dark, dark on, on light. This is the 2014. I don't know what it's going to look like. Maybe it's a barber pole. <clears throat> Maybe. We'll see what that is. E.P. Carrillo has the La Historia coming out. No information. Also, E.P. Carrillo has the Perez Carrillo coming out. Nice. That is his full name, yep. Ernesto Perez Carrillo. So um, the Perez Carrillo, I don't know. Mark your thing there because we've got to pay some bills, and then we can come back and wrap up the list. Okay. We're going to pay some bills. When we come back, um, we'll uh, continue to go through these and continue to go through all the stuff. We've got so much to do on the show. We're going to have to slide some of the stuff into next week because we have so much going on. But anyway, we're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop. This is the Cigar Authority. I got the information here, and I'm going to tell you more of it when I get back. Hi, this is Pete Johnson from Top Cigars, and you are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid a dwarf, uh, a little person. No. She's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine, stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. 
Mr. Junk, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com, your one stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except... It's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. I'll sign up today. Hi, guys. This is Omar de Frias, owner of Fratello Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Dude. Smoked that this morning. Yeah, you did. You did. I got a text from Omar uh, also that he says he loves hearing when he says that on the show. So nice. he's listening to the show. Hi, Omar. He's a good guy. He is. And um, he has, uh, we mentioned that, he has a uh, box press torpedo. Yeah. Um, I, I believe it's a totally different blend and everything. It's a whole totally different cigar. Still made by... Uh, Hoya de Nicaragua. Hoya de Nicaragua. And we have no samples of it, but uh, that would be... Hint, hint. Right. That would be the Omar. Hint. And uh, we'll talk about you again. That's the magic of what happens here. And another magic that happens is if you pay attention to what we're doing by staying on our text, 
by texting the word cigars to 96,000, 96,000. You text the word cigars once. You only have to do it once. You're automatically in. We let you know before the show is going to start. Just send you a reminder. That's the idea of what it is on our end. And what we do is every once in a while, we give away a prize. Today's prize is a Cigar Authority hat. We don't sell these Cigar Authority hats. That makes it a better value. People, we always had them, and when people were around, we'd give it to them, and it didn't mean anything. Now we don't give them away anymore, and people ask for them because yes, they, they can't have them. Aren't we funny creatures like that? That we are. We are. And uh, we put a uh, thing out there for three different people. Three different people. Two, one, and, person uh, responded. one person responded. It was Stephen Franklin from Perry, Georgia. If you're listening to the, to the podcast now and you're saying, oh, I, did, I remember getting that text. I won. Just send it back to me. Send me your address, and I'll yeah, send we'll you get it. Hand. So it's not like you, you have go. to you have to respond right away or anything. But I do like to read the names on the air, so you get to hear it when you listen to the podcast. So Stephen Franklin, you texted me back right away from Perry, Georgia. You know who does stuff right away? It's Old Fat Freddy. All the time, you ask him to Boom. say a little something to the thing. Old Fat Freddy, he's there, and here he is. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes, aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, horror films leave nothing to the imagination. In my day, scary movies were so scary, if you banged on the metal backing of the seat in front of you, you could give everyone in the theater heart failure. Nowadays, Halloween costumes are disposable. People buy a new one every single year. In my day, you bought one costume until you either outgrew it or it wore out. My brother, Old Fod Pat, and I had a horse <laughs> costume, and I was always the ass in. Nowadays, people let black cats walk across their paths. They walk under ladders and step on cracks on the sidewalks without even giving it a second thought. In my day, if a black cat found its way across your path, you had to catch it and lick all the bad juju off it. Uh-oh. We were horror-banging horse asses that licked the bad juju off of every p***y that crossed our path. <laughs> Sometimes, aging makes a great cigar even better. <laughs> Just like aging room cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try aging room cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are better aged... Some are not. <coughs> oh, hairballs. <laughs> I know how you guys think now, and I can, I can follow this to, to know where it's going. I, I can hear it coming up Yeah, every week, and, and I it's do quality. it. You know when you stand on the edge of a building and somebody taps you in the shoulder, and that feeling like oh, you're going to yeah. fall? Oh. That's what happens when the, when the aging room segment yeah. comes on. I go, oh, my God, it's like right Walk the line. I know that if I'm laughing out loud while we're writing it, (laughs) that my hands are going to tingle live on the show. You know, we sat down with Jack Taranio. Jack uh, is part of the Taranio family, and Taranio makes cigars for Sam LaChia, including the Luchador. While he was up here, we sat down with him for a few minutes, and here's Jack Taranio. All right, so we're sitting here with Jack Taranio from Taranio Cigars, and he is our rep of the day here at the Luchador event. So, Jack, how did you get started in the business? Uh, well, first of all, thanks for having me, guys. Having a great time and uh, seeing a lot of new things at an event. Tin signs being slammed on people's heads. It's, uh, it's, it's uh, quite a lot of fun. That doesn't happen every day. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, back uh, with uh, our family is coming up on 100 years in the business in uh, 2016. Uh, I was a part of it early 80s. 
And uh, as you all know, in the early 80s, you couldn't give away cigars. Uh, it just wasn't, wasn't happening back then. I got out of the business, and sure enough, in the 90s, the boom hit. And I was doing other things. But in 2010, I came back to work for the family. And I've been handling marketing, public relations, and, and doing events and meeting all you fine people since then. So you mentioned doing other things, and I want you to uh, go on to that just a little bit because I was intrigued when I heard it. So what were those other things you were doing? Well, I was doing, I was doing music for TV and radio commercials with my brother, who's uh, been a musician his whole life. And uh, he had a real nice jingle house in Chicago, so I went to work over there. And um, we did a lot of McDonald's and uh, Taco Bell and Kellogg's, and we did all sorts of commercials, but we're most famous for the Real Men of Genius. Uh, we, were, we created the song for Real Men of Genius, and we were a part of that entire campaign that lasted about 13 years. Only the greatest campaign in the history of campaigns. Very, very interesting that that's, that's what you did. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about something new that might be coming out in the Taranio line? Well, we got a, we got a couple of new... Uh, new blends that are coming out for uh, the show of Charlie Tarano. As you know, we, years ago we put out the, his dad had the Carlos uh, Tarano signature cigar. And uh, we're going to have the Charlie Tarano. We'll finally put his name to a cigar. And we're, we have some line extensions coming out, uh, mostly 770s and a couple of uh, 770 seems to be a very, very popular uh, size. And uh, we're doing line extensions in our Exodus 50 years in a 770 and possibly a loyal, excuse me. And uh, we've redesigned our bundle brand, which is Brick. We, uh, we took it out of the bundle. It's, it's a very popular cigar, but we're going to offer it in 100-count uh, cases. So, Very interesting. And not a lot of people are, are very forthcoming with uh, new releases. We appreciate you sharing that with us because we like to be first. We're a little, <laughs> we're a little selfish that way. Um, now, we've got uh, three cigars that Sam Lucia has out right now. He's got the white, and he's got the black with the fire-cured tobacco in it. And he's got the luchador. He must have something up his sleeve for the IPCPR. Actually, actually, he's not. The, the luchador was going to be launched at the IPCPR, but we hurried it out. We thought the Cinco de Mayo with the Mexican San Andreas wrapper and the whole Mexican theme would be a, a great launching point for it. So there will be line extensions for the black and white. Uh, the black and white, we just came out with a sampler that has a, a Perfecto and a box press torpedo that's not offered. So there, those line extensions will be offered in the black and white. And uh, the, there may be some something new for the luchador, but um. do you have any uh, plans of uh, you know? Is it working good with Sam having Sam there with the, uh, and distributing his line? And if it is, do you have plans of doing this with anybody else and bringing somebody else in and distributing and doing the work for someone else? Uh, cu currently, we don't. We don't. And. Uh, and where we do, we have a, a purely distribution deal with Palio Lighters and Cutters. Uh, with Sam, it's more of a partnership between Sam and Charlie. And um, Palio handles all their own stuff. We basically just take the orders and ship them from the warehouse. With Sam, we handle all the PR, all the marketing. We handle just about everything. I'm pretty hands-on with Sam. Um, I traveled to Nicaragua with him to, to finalize the blend for this cigar. So it's... Um, Truly, this the Luchador is the first cigar that I've gotten to to work with anybody, even the family, from start to finish, choosing the leaves and choosing everything. So it, it was pretty exciting for me. I'd almost say scary. I mean, it, 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 there's an awful lot that rides on having a blend be complex, be balanced, to be strong in this case, but not too strong where it, where it turns someone's stomach. Really, just about anyone can smoke it. And 
tell us a little bit about the process of blending where you were able to, I'm sure some of the blends were way too strong and some may have been too mild. How did you finalize uh, in getting that, that perfect balance? Well, it was funny. The, the first day we arrived in Nicaragua, at, by lunchtime I had, I, I had lit the better part of 24 cigars and tried and sampled, and Sam, Sam was the same way. And, and after a while, it gets very difficult. They all start tasting the same. So you're, you're rinsing out your palate. You're, you're trying different things. Sam had a general idea of what he wanted. And um, he, he wanted to put that Pennsylvania viso in the, in, in the filler, which gives it a little bit of nuttiness, a little creaminess. And he wanted it uh, to have a little kick to it. So we went with the, the double ligero from, from Ometepe and Esteli. And, um, and with the luchador being the theme, it had to have the Mexican San Andreas wrapper. So, so we, had, we had basic components, and we tinkered with a few of the, uh, the filler and, uh, and the binders in Ecuadorian Havana wrapper, which is a binder, which is probably one of the most popular leaves out there right now. Well, Jack Tarano, thank you for, for joining us, and uh, congratulations, I want to say, because uh, I think you hit it out of the ballpark. If this is the first time out, uh, great, fantastic cigar. I wish you a lot more success. Well, thank you, guys, and thank you for being a, a gracious host for this Luchador launch event. And uh, hopefully hopefully the craziness will continue through till about 8 o'clock. So thank you, guys. Craziness is an understatement. All right, uh, back to you, Dave. And it was a, uh, a great night as it, it continued on with the Luchador and um, John Cena, and we had a great time, and there was a lot of questions and answers, uh, both on the wrestling thing and, and about the cigar. And uh, the cigar's doing very well. It's catching on already, and uh, they're going to have it at the trade show. That's one of the new ones that are coming up. And uh, he spilled the beans there on the uh, Charlie Tarano cigar. Pennsylvania tobacco seems to be making a comeback. Uh, you know, it was used, a lot of that stuff was used on um, some machine-made cigars out of Connecticut. that They'd use it on things like Topper, and they'd use it on um, uh, parodies and things like that. And, you know, we know Topper went off with the folks from Debonair and it being... Uh, made in Dominican Republic, handmade in the Dominican Republic, which um, I don't believe they're using P- Pennsylvania, but they are using the broadleaf uh, of, yeah. of there, and uh, it's got to go somewhere. And, and, and this is just the weird thing when um, they started using the Kentucky that um, never used in a cigar before, and, you know, um, we didn't see a lot of it as of yet. Um, that only, uh, I think, two or three people are using that right now. But here we have a trade show coming up and more cigars coming out. Will people be using more of the Kentucky now? You're seeing uh, a little insurgence on the Pennsylvania. Uh, We'll see what happens. It it, um, um, tastes good in the the Luchador. Yeah. So. uh, And in the Americana. Right. Right, the Americana we smoked in, uh, last week with Pennsylvania in it. So there you have it, and uh, it was good. Uh, before we get back to some more uh, new cigars coming out, let's take a peek into the asylum. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news and stories, too insane to be true, but they are. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, Take No Prisoners, 
Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80. That's right. That's Asylum. When his 38 caliber revolver failed to fire at his intended victim during a holdup in Long Beach, California, would-be robber James Elliott did something that can only inspire wonder. He peered down the barrel of his gun and tried the trigger again, Uh-oh. only this time it worked. That's insane. That's <laughs> Asylum. Brought to you by <laughs> Asylum idiot. Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the insane 6x80. That's insane. That's Asylum. They're coming to take me away. Ha-ha. That's short They're and sweet. Boom. Boom. Oh, now it works. <clears throat> those are crazy, stupid, uh, stupid things they expect to come out. Should be nominated for one of the Darwin Awards. Yep. I wonder what crazy thing is going to come out from Asylum. What new cigars they're going to have. Did they go further than the 80 this year? There's no way. Whole process of making molds. They're doing well with the 80. Why mess with it? Yeah. I, I, I asked last time that. Well, they go, they're coming out with a Lancero. They are coming out with a Lancero, but. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Hey, uh, the show flew by. I got so much more to go through, so we're going to save that stuff up for, ne- for next week. Uh, lots of line extensions that the people are doing, and a lot of box pressed. They're taking their rounds. See a box press torpedo popping up. Yeah, there's a lot of things. And a, a new cigar that I was just about ready to mention that we may be smoking on next week's show again in advance. We don't have it yet, but you said it's on the way. It's so on the way. Maybe we'll have that next week, too. Next week, also, Glenn Loop. He's the director of the CRA, the Cigar Rights of America. He'll be joining us. He's going to tell us about the FDA and what's going on. Uh, as I mentioned, we're going to try to smoke two new cigars that aren't even on the market yet again and continue to list as we go on. Uh, give you our honest opinions, what we think of them as they uh, are coming uh, to fruition and, and moving through the process. We're going to took, uh, take a look at uh, contenders for the Cigar of the Year with the uh, Cigar Journal. Nice. They had the voting that I told you guys to take place in. They have their contenders. Nice. So we'll go through them and see who they say the contenders are, and uh, maybe we'll be lucky enough to go to that while we're there. So remember, folks, uh, this show and every uh, show on the Cigar Authority is absolutely free and worth every single penny. So for Mr. Jonathan, Chuck Morris, and myself, I'm David Garofalo. Thank you for listening to the Cigar Authority each and every Saturday on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. When you're smoking your Tatuaje tattoo, always remember to keep the lit end out of your mouth. We'll see you next week, everybody. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. 
Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. 